All right, well, we are, we are as promised, going to kick off um, a time of fasting and prayer. And we, we do that almost every year. There was, uh, there was one year recently that we felt like the Lord told us not to, so we didn't. Um, but we are going to uh, as part of our sort of annual liturgy. And just so you do know, we did not plan a coinciding men meet for meat and fasting at the same time. We were initially going to fast the first week of the year and then continue in prayer. Um, but the way that the calendar landed, we realized like no one's even going to be here to even hear about it um, because we have Christmas and New Year's. So we made the adjustment and then looked back at the calendar and went, oh, maybe it's a test. <laughs> so for those of you that are spiritual, think about how much it will count to see the stake in front of you and be like, not for me. Lord, your will be done. We are getting ready to. We are getting ready to fast. We're um, we're looking at um, John 15, and, and I want to read through this scripture again. We we preached out of this scripture last week, and uh, this is where we're gonna. This is where we're gonna rest. This is where this is going to sit um, as we fast together, and we take this time to consecrate ourselves unto the Lord. So let's just begin with the scripture itself, uh, John 15, 1 through 17. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. And he says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So how much fruit can you bear unless you remain in the vine? How much? Absolutely none. Now, there are two things I want us to focus on as we look at this scripture. Who's the gardener? The father. My father is the gardener. We need to rest in that and revel in that, that our Father is the gardener who is seeking to make every one of us fruitful. The second thing is, Jesus says, I am the vine. Let's continue. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. That's very encouraging because just a minute ago he talked about the branches that don't bear fruit. doesn't go well for them. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that's thrown away and withers. And such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done to you, done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. 
A greater love has no one than this, to lay down his life for friends. And you're my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I've made known to you. I love this. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. You are chosen. You have a fantastic Father who is completely committed to you bearing fruit. And you and I have this invitation to remain in Jesus who is the vine, so that we can be fruitful. That's just good news. Now, the kind of fruit that God desires gets laid out in Galatians 5, and it says this, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That sounds nice. I love, don't you guys love hanging out with somebody who's got that fruit of the Spirit? That is a good situation. So we know that God is committed then, the Father is committed to us bearing fruit. And he said, I chose you and you will bear fruit and your fruit will remain. It's not gonna disappear, it's gonna last, okay? And my Father is committed to that. Now here's what you need to do. You need to remain in me in order to bear that fruit. What, when, when, now think, think of it this way. The father is the gardener. He's caring for the vine. The vine is Jesus, and we're the branches connected to the vine. So when we're in him, when we remain in him, the vine feeds us everything that we need. All of the nutrients that we need, all of the energy that we need, all of the water that we need, using the vine metaphor, we, we get through the vine, it comes out to the branches, and then we bear that fruit. Are you with me? And so what he's saying is, unless you're in the vine, unless you're feeding from Christ, then you won't bear fruit. You guys are tracking still, right? We're getting everything that we need from Jesus he feeds us, and we produce the fruit that comes from being in Christ. What happens if we separate from him? We've got to feed on something else. And how many of you guys have noticed that there's some different kind of fruit that comes in our life when we're feeding somewhere else? We look like what we feed on, don't we? We produce fruit that looks like wherever we're feeding. In fact, in Galatians 5, it says, if, he says, uh, let's see, my brothers and sisters, we were called to be free, but don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Walk by the Spirit. Don't gratify the desires of the flesh. Listen to this. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other, so you're not able to do what you want. And then he lists some of those fruits when we're feeding somewhere else, right? When we're feeding with the natural desires that we have apart from the Spirit. Are you guys tracking with me here? Look at the list. He says, 
you can't, the, the two are in conflict with each other, so you're not to do whatever you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Look at this list. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is, and we know that list, love, joy, peace, forbearance, and it goes on. Two very different fruits that get born based on where you and I are feeding. We can either sow into, we can remain in, we can feed from Christ, the vine, or we can feed from the desires of the flesh. Are you, are you guys seeing this? And, and what appeals to the desires of the flesh, right? Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. It's, it's us going somewhere else to try to receive the energy that we need, receive the satisfaction that we need, the life that we need in order to produce something. You guys, we're going to produce something. We, we, we have to be satiated by something because we were designed to bear fruit. But where you and I, this is the area where we have agency that we see from Jesus is he says, here's what I am telling you to do. And he makes it so clear. He says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. Remain in me. That's the part where we have agency is to remain in Christ, to abide in Christ, to feed, to receive our energy, to receive all that we need in Christ and then he causes, and the Father works with him, that we would bear fruit, and that fruit is good. So the question really becomes, where am I feeding? What feeds me? And, and this is the challenging part. I want to tell you guys that I'm looking forward to this fast. I'm not looking forward to denying my flesh, but I am looking forward to the fruit that comes in going back to abiding in him and remaining in him and being connected with him and not being distracted by all this other stuff. You guys might, might have heard this, um, it's an African proverb, and it says, the only bowl that can never be filled is the bowl of human desire. And isn't that exactly what we're seeing in Galatians, that the, that the flesh lusts against the Spirit and desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit desires what is contrary to the flesh. When our flesh is driving, it drives us towards abiding in a whole bunch of things, most of them good, but that have no ability to actually feed us so that we bear good fruit. They're not Jesus. There's a whole bunch of good things out there that we would desire and many of them are even from Jesus, but they're not him. Are you with me? Like a glass of wine is a wonderful gift from the Lord, but how many of you guys know it's not Jesus? And if you go to that glass of wine to feed you, I've had a bad day, and I'm sad, and, and I'm frustrated, and I'm stressed, and I need to relax. You know what? I'm going to have a glass of wine. Okay, so be it. You have a glass of wine. You know what? That was pretty nice. I'm not going to start praying and resting in the arms of the Lord. I'm going to have another glass of wine. Because, boy, that was, that was helpful. I can kind of, I'm relaxing a little bit. This is pretty good. 
And the next thing you know, I just saw a meme recently. What did it say? The, the, no, no, stay, stay. <laughs> a miracle. You've, re, you've seen a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. When I'm feeding on something other than Christ, then what happens is it begins to then release a different kind of fruit. Are you guys with me? And in fact, what, what, it, what ends up happening is, I, I forgot to tell you guys this part, so I'm going to do it right now. I, I, I was talking with you about these things called suckers. How many of you guys here were here last week and you remember suckers, right? Suckers, I love the word. I'm so excited that we get to say it here in church. It's an agricultural word, for real. Most of you don't believe me, you're waiting. It's not a joke. Suckers are these shoots that come out of trees and vines, and they, they just shoot out. They just, they just shoot out. And you know what they do? They rob the plant of the energy, the nutrients, and the water that it would send out to the branches to produce fruit and they use all that energy to just keep growing that sucker. That's why they call it a sucker, is because it sucks all of the goodness away from that tree or that vine bearing fruit. And if you don't cut that sucker off, what it will do is absolutely diminish the yield of fruit that will happen on that particular, on that particular vine. And so what they have is, and I love this term too, by the way, is you have suckerers, and it's called suckering, when you go and cut the suckers off of the vine, which I just think is awesome. And so the father is the gentle and good suckerer that suckers the suckers off y'all. Is that awesome? Okay, so last week I asked you guys, and I want you to be thinking about this because as we go into praying and fasting, what we're seeking is, Lord, would you show me where those suckers are popping up in my life that you're wanting to cut off because they are drawing energy away from me being fruitful. Are you guys, are you guys seeing that? And so, so they, they, they're drawing energy away. So we want to identify those suckers and let God do what he wants to do and just cut that off. Amen? Now, the area where we take agency is we let him cut it off. Okay, Lord, take it away. Cut it off completely. All right? But the other area where we take agency is that we own in this because in this scripture, Jesus gave us a command and he said, I want you to be fruitful and the way that you be fruitful is by feeding from the vine. Remain in the vine so that you're feeding from the vine. That's the action space for us. So what we're doing right now is we're fasting is we're beginning to ask ourselves, okay, where are some other places? And fasting is an extreme, I'm sorry, some other places where I've been feeding where I'm going to say, actually, I'm not going to feed anywhere right now except for in the vine. Do you see that? I'm going to deny myself even necessary things like my daily food for a little while or maybe sweets for a little while. Another one that we recommend in our day and age is something that feels very necessary to all of us, but we could all use a break from is to fast from media. I'm going to take a break from all but necessary media that I need for like my job or you know, to maintain my marriage, those kinds of things, or my relationship with my mom, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna set those things aside, those good things, so that I will take that energy, take that, that place where I've been trying to draw energy, and I'm gonna place all of it into abiding 
in God and feeding from the vine, Jesus. Do you see that? It's, see, the emphasis is not on what I'm not doing. The emphasis is on abiding, on feeding, on being present and remaining in Christ. Are you guys tracking with me? So, so I think it's important for us to ask a couple of questions, though, while we're going into this. Okay, Lord, we're going we're gonna to fast. How many of you guys just feel a tremor whenever I use the word, right? Your body's like, no! Like some of you haven't even fasted yet, and you're still like, but I'm pretty sure it's bad. It's impossible and hard. It's because the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. You, you and I inherently know that there are areas that, that we've been feeding from something other than Christ, and it's being threatened right now with the idea of actually consecrating a week and saying, I'm actually going to set aside things that I don't even need to set aside because I'm going to practice abiding just in Him and making sure that I'm drawing my energy and my life just from Him. Are you guys, are you guys feeling that? You're understanding that? You might not be feeling that. That was a weird way to ask that. You feel me? But as we go into this, I want us to be thinking about, Lord, where are those places where I consistently feed somewhere else? Where do I go when I'm stressed? And I mentioned the glass of wine. You know, the, the Lord is very clear. He's given us the fruit of the vine. It's a gift from His hand. But, but what wine cannot become is the place where I go to feed. It can't, it can't produce in me peace and joy and kindness and faithfulness and self-control. All that it can do is what it does. And if I'm going to wine to feed, or any other alcohol for that matter, then I will invariably end up creating in my own life bad fruit. Are you guys with me? Because I'm asking it to do something it cannot do. An area for me that I get sucked in, I'll tell you, that uh, when I'm stressed, where I want to go to feed is I want to go do a bunch of research. Is there anybody else in here that just you get online and you just start looking? You're just like, man, I am going to know everything there is to know about whatever subject because right now I'm feeling, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling small, I'm feeling outnumbered or misunderstood, whatever it is, a lot of different feelings. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go and get more knowledge about this. And so I just start... I just start researching. Is there anything wrong with researching? Absolutely not. But can more knowledge bring good fruit separate from me feeding from Christ? What I really need is I need to go and be present with the Lord. And then if there is some research to be done, he'll be like, hey, let's go talk about that. Let's go do that together. It's a very different thing. Most of the things that you and I end up feeding from by the way, are not negative things. Would you agree with that? I mean, most of you are here on a Sunday morning listening to a preach about fasting. You obviously love the Lord. You obviously love the Lord. So it's, for most of us, it's probably not going to be necessarily, um, well, we all have we all have some form of sin that we're battling and overcoming, okay? That's, we all fight a battle. So yes, let's deal with that. As we go after this in prayer and fasting, 
this is one of those areas where God does, he does hear our prayer and there's something about consecrating yourself and setting yourself aside and saying, Lord, I'm going to abide in you and I'm calling out for your help and I cannot save myself. And in fact, I'm even weakening myself through fasting right now because I'm saying only you can rescue me and I need you to rescue me. And you know what? He's going to hear your prayer and you're going to experience levels of breakthrough. You're going to take steps forward because he is the Lord and he hears that. So this certainly includes besetting sins that we're seeking to overcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it also includes learning how, and I would say this is even more important because if this part happens, the sins will start to fall off on their own, is that we feed on the things that Christ is bringing to us as we remain in him. So, so as we're setting aside in this week, the, let's say you're doing a, a, a digital media fast, all of that time when you reach down to touch your phone and you pull it out because you're going to check whatever it is, whatever list of things it is, and you go, oh, I'm not doing that. And then you just breathe through. You're going to take your affection in that moment and say, oh, I go to this to feed me, to feed me a sense of, 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 of distraction or power or dopamine or feeling connected, whatever it is. It's not necessarily a negative thing, but you're recognizing that and saying, wait a minute, I'm going to take this time and instead I'm going to say, Lord, here I am. You're going to pray whatever prayers come to your mind. And then you're just going to say, so, Lord, here I am. And you're going to be present with him and with yourself. You may read the word. He may share something with you. You may sit in silence with him. But during the times, instead of what it is that you would normally do, during this next week, you'll be focusing on abiding, remaining, and being fed through being present with Christ. Are you with me? And this is, this is the primary focus that I believe the Lord is calling us to. Now, this isn't, this is, the truth is, this is what we're called to always. And apart from him, we can't even bear fruit. But this next week, we're consecrating ourselves in a very profoundly simple, but extraordinarily powerful way because we're focusing and saying, God, I'm going to set aside. In Job, it says, Lord, I have, I have treasured your words even more than my daily bread. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Lord, I treasure being present with you more than I care about being well-informed this week. And that's why I'm doing a digital fast. Or, Lord, I care more about being present with you, being fed by your presence, being aware of you, with you, worshipful with you, in your word, with you. Lord, I want to be in you and have you in me more than I care about, I don't know, caffeine. And so, so today, at dinner, after dinner, we'll begin our fast. And then on Sunday... We will break our fast with dinner. That's for those of you that are, that are doing a full, a full fast and just drinking water. Another way that you can fast is a Daniel fast. And that means no sweets and no alcohol and no meat. So you, 
you, you, you go to vegetables and, and, and grains and such. So you're still eating. Some of you might have really like physical jobs and you're like, I got to do this. That's great. You, you don't need to, it's, it, the point is not, the point is not that you're suffering in some specific way and the Lord goes, oh, that's what I like to see. That's, that's not it at all. It's that you're setting aside whatever you and the Lord decide upon for this week and every time that you would normally be doing that, you're setting that side of time and being like, well, Lord, I'm not eating today for lunch, so I'm going to go for a walk with you and, uh, and I'm going to pray and I'm going to talk with you till I run out of words and I'm going to see what it's like to spend that much time with you. <laughs> Are you guys with me? So, this is what we're seeking from the Lord, is to focus on what are the suckers, Lord, that you want to take out of my life? Let him bring that up. Be praying into that. What is the fruit, God, that you want to form in my life? I already confessed my sins to you guys last week, uh, but some of you weren't here. So, But here's the list of the fruits of the Spirit, love joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Wow. Lord, what are you wanting to form? What kind of fruit are you wanting to birth in me? Now, I will tell you guys that the, the two that are, well, at least that I'm most aware of, you could probably check in with Karen and find out the rest of them. But for me, the two that, 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 that I'm like, God, I, I want this from you. I want joy and peace. Th- those are two that for me, I, I, like as this week was coming, my flesh is like, oh, I don't know about no caffeine and I don't know about no food. But my spirit is so excited to stop being so distracted and so frenetic and so self-reliant and so just frenetic is the right word. It's like I can almost, I can just, I can, I'm just leaning into being more aware of him being in charge than me trying to be big enough to handle each day. I, I can't wait. I, I'm excited about returning to that and letting Christ, as I feed on being present with him, letting Christ bring me back to that place of peace and joy. I'm not saying I don't have any peace and joy. I'm saying that, it, that I'm very frenetic in it right now. I have to fight to get there. Are you, are you, is anybody else identifying with that? I feel like I've dealt with more confusion in this last year. I sit down, my mind spins so fast that I, I sometimes feel like, golly, am I losing it here? Like, I mean, I will go from like email to text to a search to Facebook marketplace to back to email to a phone call to texting somebody else. I don't even remember where I started. And that's just in the first like 20 minutes. And, and I wish that I was joking. So I'm looking at this. I'm going, Lord, where, where am I feeding right now? Oh, I'm feeding on distraction. I'm feeding on just moving forward. I, I'm trying to be productive but I'm not feeding on being present with you. And I can't manufacture joy and peace. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but for me, the longer I'm online when I'm trying to find joy and peace, the the worse it gets for me. I haven't found joy and peace there yet. 
I have felt like I found it in the fourth bowl of ice cream sometimes, but <laughs> that also might just be like pre-diabetic coma happening or something. <laughs> Are you guys with me? So this week as we step into this, I want you to be asking the Lord, and we're, we're going to take... We're going, to take, we're going to finish up with, with some time. We're going to uh, have the, the elders and the, and the home group leaders come, and we want to just agree for God's purposes in your life. So please, let us just bless you before you leave today. But I want to take two minutes. So pull out your phones. I want to take two minutes. Some of you already started this last week. And I want you to ask the Lord first, God, What are some of the suckers that you are wanting to pull out of my life? We're going to start with the negative. So Lord, right now, we just ask God, would you bring to mind for each of us, what are those suckers that you want to remove, that you want to cut out of my life? And then we're going to ask him, Lord, what is some fruit? What are some of the fruits that you're seeking to begin to bring in to my life? As I'm abiding, I'm choosing, I'm choosing you, I'm choosing to remain in you. And we've got them up there for you. Just take a moment to just jot down what, what the Spirit of God brings. And then do we have that slide um, of the, uh, there we go. I don't know if you guys can see that. We've got that posted on the website as well as I think you probably saw some of that. Um, if you're digital fasting, you won't be able to look at it after dinner tonight. But um, here are some different on-ramps for how together we're engaging. So for some of us, we're engaging to just not eat any food, drink water and and uh, break your fast on uh, a week from, a week from, so after dinner, you start, and then we go a week, and you break your fast with dinner. Another one is the Daniel fast, uh, which is laid out here. The other, another one could be a, a digital media fast. I would recommend, no, I'm not recommending, sorry. I'm just going to share with you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the full fast, but I'm adding in the digital media fast. Um, so, I, and that might be a benefit for some of you guys. You're like <coughs> ninja fasters already. 
And uh, it may be more challenging for you to do the digital fast than it is to not eat a sandwich. Um, so whatever it is that the Lord is, is bringing to your heart, just lay that down for this week. And there's no condemnation here. Again, the point is not what you're not doing. The point is that you're engaging with him and f- learning to feed from Christ rather than these other spaces where you and I have been trying to draw energy. Amen? All right. Well, Lord, I pray that you would bless us as we engage in setting aside these things that are just not even close to as valuable as resting in you. I pray for a grace over this family. Lord, as we pray together, as we fast together, that we would find ourselves closer and more aware of you than ever before and that you would make our joy full, which is your desire, and your joy would be full, that we would bear fruit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? So the uh, elders and home group leaders are coming to the front right now, and we'd really love to bless you as you step into this week. God bless you guys.